Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Welcome back to Growing Up Female. Today's guest is a gorgeous curve model, the face of many campaigns, an amazing advocate for body confidence, and just genuinely a lovely person. Um, we haven't actually met in person yet, but she's already supported me on um, a multiple occasions, which I'm very grateful for. Um, welcome, Molly, to Growing Up Female. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, this is my first podcast ever so I'm officially popping my cherry with you oh wow that's amazing I feel I feel honored now thank you so much for having me it's just gonna be a bit like a phone chat isn't it and then other people can listen in so I need to be super aware of what I'm saying (laughs) no swearing please yes you are live please do not swear I'm actually my grand so if I swear I don't think she'd be too happy <laughs> I'm, I'm running around the flat trying to stay away from the washing machine that's on the doorbell will probably go off at some point who knows what's going to happen it's going to be exciting the, the more real the better good good so I was going to have four guests per topic on this sort of new um, makeover that grown-up females have this is season three and I've done four <laughs> podcast episodes season three on body image and you are actually number five I've made an exception for you because there is no better topic for Molly Cancy than body image and body confidence (laughs) and um yeah it was just a no-brainer I just love what you um, put out on your social channels I think it's so important your message I feel like our message is quite similar but you are a curved model so you're sort of living and breathing it yeah, I think, you know, there are so many different angles to it. And, and I often almost shy away from speaking about it because, and I think this is quite unique, I really don't, I don't doubt my body and myself that much, which must be a really annoying thing for women to hear sometimes, because it's the question I get asked most is, how are you so confident? You know, can I have any body positive confidence tips and all that kind of stuff? And like, I, I feel like I've just grown up and been, and not even like a body love thing, I've just been consistently content and at peace with the way that my body is even though my weight has fluctuated so much like I was like a size eight probably when I was about 15 and now up to kind of like a 16 18 bought my first size 20 the other day oh I know we're going to talk about this (laughs) okay good um but yeah there's there there's just this this real at peace in my body and and hopefully maybe that might be nice for people to hear. And I have sat down before and tried to work 
work out why that mm. is the mm. case um yeah yeah see I was I'm definitely going to touch on this I think this is a nice way to round up the body image topic is fair to speak to someone who has that got that inner peace with her body it's refreshing mm. it's not common you know you're in that minority sadly I wish I wish more women felt like you and I can honestly say like I do have um a lot of moments where I feel body confident but since having Macy it's been a, a mm. roller coaster ride um yeah so yeah I'm I'm all ears as well I'm I want to learn lots of tips from you but before <laughs> before we get into that what does body confidence mean to you it's that's a really good question I think at the beginning, I would see girls on Instagram kind of showing their bellies and really shouting about self-love and having these long paragraphs about their body confidence journey and, you know, how they used to hate it, but now they're really working on it. And I found that really hard to relate to because I was just like, God, am I quite big? And I don't even <laughs> don't even mm. know it. Um, and body confidence, I mean, it's just a weird one, isn't it? I suppose for me, body confidence means that I'm never going to let the way I look stop me from taking opportunities in life. And as much mm. as this is the starting point, I feel like that will also be the conclusion is like, I can't let my life be, um, I, I don't, I don't want to lose out any opportunities, be it dating in relationships because I'm bigger than the guy or, you know, feeling really not confident at a model casting. So that means I don't book the job for like a big TV commercial mm. or, you know, going out and, and not feeling my best and enjoying like a night out because I'm conscious of what I'm wearing. I don't want any of that to be taken away by the way that I look. So mm. I think I constantly check myself to make sure that the body confidence to me just means feeling whole and happy in the way that I look and my size which will fluctuate and change with age and periods and god knows mm. what else um and yeah I just I, I never I never want the way I look to to hinder my life in any way that for me is body confidence if that makes any sense yeah, no, at all it, it does it's a really nice way of putting it and just to be devil's advocate um mm. would you say being beautiful naturally beautiful and you know blonde white um you know you're you've got your your tall um I would say that you're you've got a lovely proportion to your body does that make it all easier or or am I you know just is that it's hard to explain I'm not no, saying that's I, what I think yeah. I'm just saying like does that make it easier for you to be body confident a hundred percent like it, it would be I think the proportions thing is important I think me being tall if you look at me so many people are like you're not size 18 I really am like there's no way I'm going to get into like a pair of size 16 jeans it's just not happening see um, I thought but, I thought this when I've looked at pictures of you I thought she's smaller than me and I'm not an 18 or I'm like yeah. 14 16 but you're taller <laughs> than me it's proportions and this is why we shouldn't compare ourselves Exactly. There's not just different sizes, there's different shapes, mm. there's different heights. And there's just, you know, there's, there's just so many different variables. I think comparison is always going to be like a killer. And I'll probably mm. come on to that later as well. But just mm. not not focusing on again, coming back to like, the idea of not letting your body distract you from like opportunities in life, if you're so focused on 
another person's body or another person's way that you should be looking it's going to distract from like you staying mm. in your lane and just focusing on what's best for you um but 100% like and being a curved model has always validated my body because even when I was like a 14 16 sometimes I might have been asked a couple of times to put on weight not by my current agent but just wow. I've always flirted with the idea because I could have put on weight and booked more jobs and oh. then I was thinking actually why is that so different to straight size models who are told to lose weight to book jobs it's immoral either way there's just a different size label on that body change that you need to go through to book that job or whatever it is mm. um regardless though I did put on weight and now I'm up to like an 18 and it is like the size to be so when I go to like castings or trying on clothes and 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 either the designer or the client or whoever it is is just like yeah you fit the clothes perfectly like I'm constantly being told that my body is the way it should be through curve modeling and I think that is such a unique position to be in added to the whole tall blonde white mm. thing like it's it's a bit of a concoction for actually being slightly having a very slightly skewed um body confidence relationship because I am quite lucky in that respect if that makes sense yeah I guess it's your genetics as well DNA whatever it's how you were born so you know and you're and you're making the most of it which is brilliant but do you not get frustrated because um there might be another curve model and you're such a great supporter of women that might not get told the same thing and you know oh look you know you're a model you need to lose weight or you need to put on weight to fit in these clothes you know what are you doing like is there ever moments where you just think oh my god this this isn't right we're still being dictated by our shape our size by numbers Mm, I think I think with the work stuff I have a bit of a non-emotional head on me and I just go okay that's fine that client wants that and I'm not right for that and I definitely don't take it personally great Um, which has been such a good lesson in terms of rejection and like I mean you'll get this as well with like working on social media stuff with clients not everyone's going to want you but then there will be people who you fit their brief entirely and it's so the same with dating as well actually (laughs) it's like rejection can be redirection rather than somebody just saying actually I don't like what you have going on and my god the amount of rejection I've had both actually through dating and modeling has Mm. really built like such such a thick skin so um I'm grateful for that. And and I understand that in modeling, they're going to be clients who want something very specific. And yeah, if you don't fit that brief, then well, mm. what are you going to do about it? Like I am the way I am and that's not going to change. Yeah. And you see that as just part of the job, I guess. It's just part of the job. Oh, totally. It, it, it's, mm. it's about, it's about money and it's about, um, you know, who, who, which model fits their brief and yeah, I, I'm not good for them, but I'll be, I'll be good for somebody else. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's good. I mean, not everyone has such a positive outlook. And I think that's something that if anyone listening, you should take on like how positive you flip it, you know, to see rejection mm-hmm. as actually redirection is such a lovely, optimistic way of looking at things. And I I actually like to think that I see it the same. I mean, I'm I'm looking yeah. for houses at the moment and we just lost a house. And I'm like, well, it wasn't meant to be. I know, like, I really wanted it, but it's not happening. So if you apply that attitude and that mentality to every aspect of your life, I think, you know, you're going to feel a lot happier. Yeah, there's um such a good Steve Jobs Stanford commencement speech on YouTube and he talks about connecting the dots and he says, I, I will absolutely kill it 
um, paraphrasing him now, but he says something mm-hmm. along the lines of whatever it is, you have to trust in faith or gut or, you know, your heart or if you're a spiritual person, whatever it is, it, it's about connecting the dots looking back. You can't connect them looking forward. You can't say, well, you know, we probably didn't get that house because X, Y, and Z. When you find the right house, you'll go back and you'll go, that's the reason why that one didn't happen. And you'll mm-hmm. not know the answers to that yeah. until until you're in the future you can only connect them looking back but I absolutely love that yeah I absolutely love it too that's so good um and speaking of sizes and um size 20 shorts if we move on to that so so you you flip that again and turn that into such a positive and I love that reel that you've done on Instagram I was like it's so true it went a little bit viral I was so pleased yes so glad it did I'm so glad it did if anyone hasn't seen it head to um, Molly's Instagram page and have a look um yes that's a molly with an ie guys don't don't be don't be putting y's on the end and not finding no (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 that as well like i um i worked for a brand one of my um not so good modeling jobs of which there are dozens um was i was working for a very very well-known high street brand where they did um they i I was a fit model for them so basically Mm -hmm. they would model all of their, I was a 16 at the time, they would model all of their 16s on me. And I learned that in terms of fit with the fit technicians and stuff, they did not fit stuff to size. Like mm. a size 16 isn't anything in centimeters or inches. It's it's an arbitrary measurement. It's, it's literally a made up number. And that's why it varies so much from brand to brand. So for that reason, I'm never like, oh my God, you know, this 18 doesn't fit. I'm just like, well, the brand's not fit it right. And I think, again, it's having that insight through modeling that I'm just like, they did did it wrong. It's not me that's in the wrong, they did it wrong. And Mm. even on my like YouTube hauls and stuff, I was laughing the other day because I realized that I'm so critical towards the brand rather than my body, which is a really unique and kind of interesting way to be I'm like in my head I'm like guys you did this so wrong like this could have been a really good garment and you really messed it up here yeah I think that's actually such a nice way to be because our bodies will fluctuate probably less than the actual the brands that vary with their different fits and measurements Mm. and all this kind of stuff and it's like we pin our body and our body kind of what would be the right way of saying this it's like our body will kind of orbit around the brands rather than the other way around if that makes sense and it's like Mm. you can't be an 18 in Topshop and New Look and Zara Mm. like it that's not that's not going to happen so don't worry about when the label in the size of your jeans isn't what you expected it to be it's more important that it just fits right and it looks good yeah for sure and like the the better the better it fits you know the better you feel so I think yes. just cut that just cut that label out if it's that much of a bother to you. And yeah. I've also I've also realized that actually how can a brand tailor a size to every single size 10 woman when you know mm-hmm. one's going to have longer legs than the other, one's going to have, you know, I don't know, bigger boobs than the other. It's impossible for them to make every single size 10 the same in every single shop with every single material and every single mm-hmm. style of dress, trouser, jumper. In my opinion, that's how I look at it yeah, as well. Totally. So giving them some and credit, think- there's going to be some flexibility there. Yeah. Let's not b- bash the brands, our income yeah. relies on them. No, 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 but it's both. Don't bash your body, but also, God, give them a break as well. It is hard work, pleasing everyone. Yeah, yeah. and I think 
that that almost goes back to the point again what we said about not taking things personally um and yeah it's like my my emotions my worth is totally not pinned on my size 18 you know labels and it's something that's I don't feel like I'm saying anything revolutionary here I feel like everyone's probably heard this before but it's just like well what's the correlation between value and size because I don't see it I've never seen it it's never hindered me if anything it created my career and you know have I ever been rejected by a guy because of my size which I feel like is one of the questions I'm asked like all the time as well the answer is no I just haven't just because I don't know I just I, I don't I don't see that correlation between size and value at all it's um, yeah, it just, it, it really isn't on my radar at all. And I, and I know that's bizarre and, and very different, but I just don't, I don't get it. I don't buy it. I love that. Do you think it's anything to do with the way you've been brought up? How, how you're. I I yeah, I was thinking about this because looking back, I don't think my parents ever questioned their, the way they look. Um, I don't think that they did. My mum is very, very beautiful. And my dad is um, not as beautiful as my mum, but he's, <laughs> but he's <laughs> bless you, Colin. But he's, um, I don't know. And they have so much personality and they're, they're both in the music industry. So they have a lot of talent. And, um, you know, I sat down recently and thought about, uh, tried to try to understand why I was so happy, how, how my body is. And I think it's about having more to offer. And I've always seen my parents mm. offering way more than they look. Mm. Um, and I think it looks have become a massive thing because of social mm. media as well. Um, and that's another thing that you and I have kind of, we've ridden that wave of social media and it's benefited us. So mm. I don't want to speak for you, but I've got a fairly positive relationship with my, um, my social media and, you know, I'm following other curve models because I want to see what the competition's up to. And it's totally reframed the way I look at bigger girls because well, they're the ones getting the jobs that I'm not getting and they're working with, you know, brands that I would love to have, you know, my own lingerie line with and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I've reframed the way I see bigger girls because to me, they're just successful. And I was thinking mm. about the idea of um, kind of becoming what you consume. It's a bit like you are what you eat. And if you are constantly feeding yourself this social media stream of, kind of perfect girls that are smaller than you and richer than you and you know have this boyfriend and eat off like breakfast trays and barley and stuff like that of course you're going <laughs> to want that and it's it is like you are what you consume and and I think of it a bit like imagine your social media is your um it's like your tv channel and you can mm. kind of commission and fire shows depending on how they benefit you or not yeah. and so so many so many women our age are just consuming so much toxic stuff that doesn't help them and if you're looking for like one thing to take away from from the podcast today in terms of bettering your self-image it's like this is something you can actually action right now just just stop following people that don't make you feel good about yourself because there are so many women out there that will mm. make you realize your own beauty at your mm. own size mm. yeah yeah so important <laughs> So again, yeah, no, I, I agree. I went really quiet there because I was just taking it all in. But I totally <laughs> I'm rambling. No, it's really good. Um, I learn every. I learn so much from these podcasts myself. But yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I, I've realised that actually, I'm going to use my Instagram when I follow people. I'm only following people that have more to offer than how they look. Like before, it was like, mm. oh gosh, she's stunning. I love her hair. Follow. Um, sorry, no. <laughs> 
it's you know, know. that's just it's just not important to me you know I don't know whether becoming a mum has just made me realize what's really important in life but you know if if I'm following someone and it's simply just because um you know they look good all the time then for me it's just not enough anymore is that um, fun though like is being good no. that great because I think ha- no. I, I think having a personality is really cool and I think being like hot on top of that is kind of a bonus but personality is just everything and I, I think that's maybe like an age thing for me now yeah I think so like it's just it's not all it cracked up to be like yeah I dated some really 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 good looking guys so boring I'm like what what's the point always they're always boring (laughs) (laughs) and then well when I was younger most of the time they were and it's because it was that was like it was like they were too it's too embarrassing to act like a goon or too embarrassing to be silly and it's not the case you know I mean I think a lot of women now love a guy that makes them laugh don't they rather than oh my goodness yes it's so important but I think that again comes with age and maturity when you're you know younger for some reason you focus a lot on looks and like the cool kid and who's popular and it's usually because they've got something designer or it's I don't know why it's like that I don't know whether it's the reality shows that made it a bit like that and hopefully that's fizzling out now I hope Mm -hmm. it is I feel like it is I feel like them shows don't get the same hype um, yeah I also think that social media is changing a lot more and personality is becoming a bit more of a player like Instagram was just grid pics of very mm. aesthetic kind of lifestyle goals and how you should look and the cars mm. and houses you should be owning and all that kind of stuff and now I think TikTok is a huge part of that mm. it's way more personality focused and I can mm-hmm. see it coming in with Instagram reels now and someone once told me um, particularly in terms of like growing your online presence is people will People will be, um, I guess, inquisitive based on the, like the way that you look, but they will stick around for personality. Like yeah. looks can be, and, and and actually saying again, and I'm not obsessed. That is the the same truth for dating. Is like it, it's like an instant spark, but for mm. it to be maintained, you have to have like substance and a voice and mm. be like either funny or educational or entertaining in some kind of way. Like just looking good isn't enough, and it's not. Isn't- it's not that cool and that's that's one of my other I feel like I've got kind of five core beliefs when it comes to feeling happy in my body and um definitely when you place so much emphasis on the way that you look I I like to say that you're saying to the world that's your trump card that's the best thing Mm -hmm. that you have to offer and that's just that's undervaluing yourself so much so much like what happened to being intelligent and kind and generous and ambitious and all those other things that you can be like yeah being attractive is like a nice thing to have but what's the what what what, is there nothing else like do you not have anything else to kind of give out to the world um and in terms of growing up actually I think I was thinking about it I went to a really nice grammar school in Buckinghamshire which (laughs) in Beaconsfield if you know Beaconsfield Mm. I love and, um, that. Why do you why did you say you wanted to live there? I love it. It's why, only like, what do you like about it? Well, it's only like half an hour away from Ealing and I just love the village vibe. I've I've lived in London yeah. my whole life in like W five, so it's not central really? central, but central enough. And we yeah. go to Beaconsfield for Saracen's Head and like crazy it's bear. It's Beaconsfield, stuff. not Beaconsfield. Everyone from outside of oh. Beaconsfield calls it Beaconsfield. <laughs> 
All right, I'll start calling it Beaconsfield. It's Beaconsfield because <laughs> then everyone will know you're a local then. Yeah, okay, um, okay. I have to start fitting in nicely. It's so, have you been to the model village there? No, I haven't. I probably haven't oh. seen much of it. I've just seen the high street and a little bit off the high street. But I don't know, when I go there, I just feel at home. Oh, my goodness, you have to take Macy. I don't know if they're open now. I, I think they probably will be open with social Yeah, I'll check it. I'll, I'll oh, my it. goodness, you will love it. It's it's just like it, it is a village as a tiny model, so you walk around and you feel like a giant. But I think it's like I think they oh I think they've done old parts of like London and reconstructions as these little I think it's like a Lego you know the, the, the oh yeah like Lego, cute. Lego yeah model vibes it's like that yeah oh really yeah I'll it. have a look at that it's, you're always <laughs> trying to find new things to do yes um but yeah so that was that was where I grew up and I went to a really lovely school there um, and I was thinking about it today. And I was like, do you know what? Everyone in my year was so good looking. Like everybody was good looking, but everyone was intelligent as well. And like the amount of Oxbridge applications we had was like the highest ever in the past decade at our school and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, everyone had so much to offer. Because I think everyone was honestly so good looking. People used to joke like, what's in the Buckinghamshire water? (laughs) Because everyone was so fit. We were on this like level playing field where it was like, okay, well, looks aren't actually that important. So, you Mm. know, can you play sport? Are you intelligent? Can you do debating club? Like, what uni are you going to go to? There was so, there was, there was, at the same time, there was a huge amount of pressure to tick every single box and be like the best woman you could ever be, um, Mm. which is a double-edged sword. But yeah, it was, it was a bit of an eye opener because it was just like, well, looks don't count for that much actually Mm -hmm. here. So what else have you got? Which I think is good. I think that's a great life lesson and that's how I want to bring Macy up 100%. Mm. And and it's just that classic old quote, look, you know, beauty fades. Yeah. You know? So, you know, and also I don't think it carries you through life. No. No, definitely no. not. Maybe no, maybe it doesn't maybe. make people like you like it's nothing. Yeah, only for maybe for a short period of time, but then I think, you know, um, people start sussing you out then if you're not a nice person and you know you're just good looking I hope so anyway I think I think everyone needs yeah I think it's really important and I think people are starting to realize this it starts to be kinder and obviously there's always an exception but um but yeah you're absolutely right it's funny how we're talking about body image but it's got nothing to do with your body at all that is you know that is so key and I think that is another one of the things that kind of rubs me up the wrong way with body confidence is like, but you're still talking about your body, regardless of whether it's in a positive way or a negative way. I'm like, mm. can we just let the body be? And and it's just this like this thing that allows me to live my life. And yeah, sometimes I feel really, really, you know, happy and in love with it. But other times it's just there and it is this like vehicle for allowing me to like go to castings and go on a run and go shopping mm. and whatever it is I want to do. Like we need to stop making it the focus because even speaking about it in that positive way, you're still talking about the way that you look. Mm. And it's like, you, there's other stuff going on with you, you know, other than your mm. body. That's yeah. That's so, so, so important. Do you think you can be body confident, but still work on your aesthetics? This is something what that I've mean? struggled with. So like in terms of getting fillers and stuff like that no as in like can like for example I'm not body confident if I still want to lose weight it's not possible is it that's a really interesting question you're not confident in your body if you want to lose weight um I wouldn't necessarily say so because you know I think it's all about where that stems from the motivation that makes you 
want to be different from how you are now like you might want to go and work out to be fitter you might want to go and do it for like um or or you might want to do it because yeah you want to you want to lose weight in like certain areas because there's yeah someone on Instagram who you've seen and you think your life's going to be happier if you manage to like go down two dress sizes I think it's all about where it comes from what's what's motivating it yeah and it's a bit like that thing of if if your friend like loses loads of weight and then people are like oh my god you look amazing and it's like well did she want to lose that weight and she's been trying really hard and now she's going to the gym and she's loving it and she has loads of endorphins mm. and she has a healthier lifestyle or actually has she really gone through a very dark period and she's lost the weight mm-hmm. because of xyz and it's like where why why is that the case i think you can definitely be body confident and still want to lose weight it's just the question of well, what's motivating that yeah, and you know we talked about this on the previous podcast with Jenna New- Jenna Hope Nutrition. She's a nutritionist, and we talked about mm. being very careful on how we compliment our friends because if we compliment our friends all the time solely on how they look, like your friend walks in, oh my god, you look amazing, you've lost weight. What if she's lost mm. weight because she's really down and in the dumps and she she can't stomach food? That's not healthy. You by you telling her she looks better for that, she might then continue to not eat properly because you know she thinks she's more accepted so it's 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 saying to your friend gosh you're you know you look so happy you look you're glowing or saying to your friend Mm -hmm. are you okay you know you seem a little bit quiet today and it's it's talking to your friends in a different way and stop talking to your friends about how they look yeah compliment the dress Mm -hmm. that dress looks amazing but I think we do definitely need to um focus more about on on how we feel and how we're making each other feel rather than yeah you, know, you look great and you look yeah it's just I was imagining like if my friend like told a funny joke and the importance of humor could be like oh that's a really funny joke but that actually just sounds really sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> you're really funny today <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah um, it is it's just like just just let your body be sometimes it can be in the background mm. of your life it doesn't have to be a forefront all the time it's you know it is a bit obsessive and mm. um yeah no, people just won't care as much as you do they just don't hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Then interestingly, how how does health come into it because um curve models and plus size models often get considered unhealthy don't they or some mm. people like to say but are you healthy what are your views on this because especially now at the moment there's a lot of talk on obesity and boris doing his bit so what are your views oh, on boris that? yeah <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> oh bj it's um i think I think I think you can be slim and unhealthy. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, slim and unhealthy, and I think you can be overweight and unhealthy. I think food, mm. um, food is something that we need to use. Food is a way of pleasure for me, but it's also a way of putting good nutrition in my body. And I will largely keep my fairly hourglass figure, even if I'm eating nonsense, but my skin definitely won't stand for it. It really doesn't Mm. like it. Um, So I think it's about like listening to my body. Like even when I'm stressed, it will come out in my skin as well. I definitely have areas in my face that kind of purge once I've been eating processed Mm. foods. And if it's like my time of the month and all that kind of stuff, and it is like listening to your body. But at the same time, I don't, I don't eat unhealthily for a really long period of time but I will have the odd bit here and there I am vegan though so I'm not the naughtiest of eaters like there's no more cheese or chocolate in my diet it's hard to be naughty when you're vegan unless you eat lots and lots of pasta you know it's actually you can definitely be a naughty little vegan and I think that's another thing is that people think that veganism is healthy but you could have a lot of sugar involved isn't there yeah there can be sugar just processed food as well um but going not that carbs are not that bad. Not that sorry to interrupt, but I know. No. Carbs are not bad. What I mean by that is too much beige or just a beige diet is obviously not necessarily healthy. That's what I meant. Yeah. And and it's not it's not that there's too many carbs, it's that there's a lack of greens and actual yes. like proper That's proper nutrition. It it takes the space of um, other stuff that could be better for your body and like you yeah. know what the whole clear skin with me thing is definitely fueled by vanity I'm happy to say that and that was that was the reason I went vegan because I just wanted to clear my skin up and it did work um oh. but yeah I think I think you can you can eat bad and be big you can eat bad and be slim but it's all about what you're putting inside your body in terms of like internal health we have different builds mainly because of genetics but you know, there are people who are bigger than me who have a healthier diet than me and exercise more. And that's kind of just the way it is. Yeah. And and that could just be more to do with quantity. So that's a whole nother subject we don't need yeah. to go into. We're not um, nutritionists or whatever. But yeah, I mean, mm. it's not as simple as you're big, you're unhealthy. And, and, you know, that's that. There's so much more to it than that. And that's what I think I people realise. Have you ever been on a diet? Because I I have never, ever been on a diet, not for five minutes in my life. I couldn't do it. Polly, do you even know me? I've tried every diet under the sun since I was about... Really? Not anymore, obviously. That's why why my Instagram picked up like three years ago, because um, I've got my book, Healthy Forever, The Happiest Weight Loss Book Ever, is about Mm. ditching the diets and realising, learning about 
food and whole foods and cooking from scratch and mm. just being mindful and listening to your body and what your body needs and not overindulging but you know feeding your body and feeding your soul at the same time that's what it's all about but that yeah. I, I it took it took a very like bumpy rocky road um with my um oh god university was the worst for me um oh I blew up oh, did you as well <laughs> well I was up and down I was almost my smallest and my biggest at uni and then um mm. because I didn't enjoy it so I was controlling my food and couldn't over exercising or un, like just it was just crazy so yeah um yeah I've been on lots of diets um but no oh, more so boring though aren't they not anymore yeah I mean it's just your whole day revolves around your food and yeah. um what you're going to eat and I, I just can't I can't deal with it. I'm such a foodie that it was just the most miserable thing I made myself miserable so yeah <laughs> this is that, what I, and, and food is pleasure like food food is one mm. of the best things in 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 life I think yeah and just to Be deny enjoyed. yourself constantly is you're fighting a losing battle and it's yeah it's such a lovely part of life that you're missing out on as well mm. so I'm I, I think I already know the answer to this next question I was going to ask you do, you do you think we should be drawing a line on what size is actually represented in the media whether that be too skinny or too fat and I feel like you're going to say well I don't know what you're going to say actually because oh go on tell me what you think I'm going to say well, I thought you were going <laughs> to say no because it's important to obviously include everyone but mm. I mean someone that's too skinny and possibly you know that that's unhealthy the catwalk models that we used to see were just mm. on the verge of anorexia I would say but yeah. then we're seeing a lot of much bigger women modeling and to me that's just as there can be as healthy un, they can be as unhealthy as each other mm. um but I don't think they I don't think someone should be then deprived if they love their body that way but then I do worry about other people's health even though I know they would say it's not my business but what would you yeah. say oh, oh. you know what I think you're going to be criticized either way for sitting in whatever camp it is um mm. I do think there are images of women that are too slim that we see in the media. And sometimes I think there are there are women who you do question their health. Um, but then you can ask, well, who are you to to question mm. their health? And I mm. think I think I think my answer is a bit of an annoying gray area one where I would say actually it's important for somebody like myself to have a relationship with my body that is separate from being influenced by the media because then you're in control of the way you feel about it and I think people like the Kardashians for example I know they have a lot of influence but they really never asked to be these people who set the standard for the way that we should be we see celebrities and people in the media as role models and sorry, when did that ever happen? You know, Kim Kardashian had a sex tape and suddenly mm. we're holding her accountable for the way women feel about their bodies. Mm. And and I get that a little bit. And I feel like my way of thinking is a little harsh, but I would rather have the control over the way I feel about my body and just say, do you know what? I'm not going to let, 
either slimmer women or bigger women in the media make me want to change the way mm. that I am, the way I feel mm. has to be totally separate from that. And the more mm. control I have over the way I feel, the less likely I am to be emotionally influenced by this external mm. factor in, in whatever form it is, whether it's like on social media or on the Daily Mail online or like whatever it is, it's it has to be just like water off a duck's back because because then your emotions are so independent from it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and and I love this answer because I haven't had that answer before from anyone. And I'd done a post about this whole blame culture and like blaming what we see in the media and blaming, you know, what society perceives as beautiful for our own insecurities, which maybe in a way, I don't know. But for me, it's like, gosh, no, no billboards made me feel that way. For me, it was more about like my friends around me were smaller or people in my family might have said to me, you know, you need to lose weight. And that's hurt me. Mm. And that's where my obsession for weight loss and thinking that would make me happier has come from. It's not come from magazines or billboards or the Kardashians, because like you, I've always known like I could never look like them because my DNA and genetics and, you know, my shape and my bone structure is so different anyway Mm. so what why am I wasting my time and I think Mm. going back to the question um you know for me I just think when I when I saw I can't remember her name which is really bad but I think that she was like size 20 or 22 or maybe even bigger on Cosmopolitan magazine Tess Holiday that's it yeah I was like you know you know people were like it's not healthy you know she shouldn't be on the front cover um you know you're just encouraging obesity and a part a massive part of me feels like I understand where you're coming from Mm. but I also think good for her for being that bloody happy and confident in herself and you know it's her life and she's living that life I think people get irritated because it costs the NHS or whatever you go into politics but I almost felt happy for her that she, and like I admired her that she was that happy and confident and she's made you know a career out of it yeah. but I think if I saw someone really skinny like size zero below on the front cover I wouldn't be I wouldn't admire it or be happy for them and I just mm-hmm. think is that that's not okay yeah I mean I just I don't admire people on the front of any cover really like it's and I think maybe this goes back to the modeling thing or just realizing actually are they put on there to inspire women or are they put on there so that you buy this magazine you know Mm. are all the ads on you know YouTube or the Daily Mail or you know keeping up with Kardashian ads whatever like it's commercialization um and there's a Dr. Gail Dines her name is and she said Think about how many industries would go out of business if tomorrow women just woke up and loved their bodies. And it's just mm. like, get your get your head around the fact that everything is there to make money and be sold. Like, you know, the Tess Holiday thing was this huge, it, it was a huge PR event and she was doing countless like TV interviews and all this kind of stuff. There's so much hurrah around it. And it's just like, it, 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 it it's, it's made a fuss of everything's made a fuss of and it is always comes back down to commercialization and selling magazines and advertising and all that kind of stuff and it's like it's the same reason I say that women take two hours to get ready and men can get ready in 10 minutes because we're sold so many different fixes for problems that aren't there 
and the I mean like and I'm totally victim to it as well because I'm just looking around my room now and seeing how many products are either like as a hair product there's like a foundation that promises to like get rid of pores for the rest of my life it's just like we're, oh my we, God, it's we, so all, true. we all dabble in it but like who who's trying to sell to you right now because money like really does make the world go around and so much of it so much of the advertising is about fixing some kind of problem with your body mm. so yeah I, I don't I don't really look at girls who are really skinny or girls who are really really big and think about whether that's like good or not I I, I have to be independent from that and just mm-hmm. focus on what I'm doing and yeah it's really hard <laughs> well done yeah. that was a really hard question for me to answer but I think a I lot of it, it is I'm way too focused on my life and what I'm doing right now to even consider what cosmopolitan's front cover mm. girl looks like I, I don't care I, I have way too much stuff that I just want to focus on and and I think it that's another thing that I really wanted to talk about is the fact that like time is ticking and um another Steve Jobs quote you gotta love him but he was talking <laughs> about death being the best invention of life and how because we've from the moment we're born we only know life and it's gonna end at some point um we don't know when we don't know how we don't know how much time we have on this planet and it's just about making the most of it whilst we're here and it I almost see it as like traffic lanes and like instead of focusing on my destination and like staying in my lane and just focusing on where I'm going and how I'm going to get there and just picking up all the opportunities along the way if I just start focusing on like what's in these sidelines and all this noise around me it's such a distraction from that mm-hmm. and for that reason I don't I don't really care what's going on to to both sides of me it's just like I guess it's almost like a selfishness and a bit of a narcissism that I'm so focused on me no. and just what's going on in my life. But I think I think it's a good way to be because it means I'm not I'm not comparing myself really yeah. that much. It's yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> Such no, a beautiful thing to say. No, it doesn't come across that way. It's just it's just it's actually really healthy because because obviously you care about your friends and your your family, your sisters, your oh, mom, totally. all of that. But what you're saying is all that sort of fluffiness that Mm. you know so many people are influenced by you don't care about it no but you are an an influencer so you don't care about other people influencing others but you're you are influencing people yeah it's a weird but you're a good influence what you are influencing is positive no it is but it's so it's so weird isn't it I feel very similar to you in that I don't really care and I don't really know it is what it is but Mm. I am I am aware that I I am aware that there are a lot of girls out there that are so influenced you're so easily influenced and those Mm. front covers do really affect them and I guess that's why we do what we do but I think you should talk about this more on your page Molly because um I think it's really, so really good. Like you're so, you're so, you're very strong, independent woman. Oh, thank and, you. And and no one, no one's actually spoke, answered how you answered. And I think it's a really, really important point. Um, I think everyone needs to stop caring about who's famous and who's yeah. on the front cover of this or whatever. Like, like you say, that's not important. Yeah. You know. I think I, do, I think I do care, and I and I do compare, but in terms of leveraging myself and leveraging my career. So it like, it fuels that fire rather than fueling like an insecurity fire within me, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, And that's just the relationship. I think that's how, that's the internal versus external relationship, which I think is at the core of everything. 
And mm. it's like, I do compare, but maybe in a way that other people don't. And also I compare in terms of like, when I used to watch Victoria's Secret show, I still love the models on there. I thought they were mm. amazing, but I don't mm. look like that. But we can coexist and both be beautiful. Yes. It's not one or the other. And people who used to like bash the VS models for being skinny, it's like, that's so, of course, they're so beautiful. They're like some of the most beautiful women in the world, but I can be beautiful as well mm. at my size. Like comparison, I think comparison can happen, but it's not like we're competing. Yeah. It's not like one's better than the other. Yeah. I hate all this slagging off. Like, I, I hate that. It's a, There's a lot of jealousy involved with it when rather actually there's so much room for all of us to exist and to succeed and do well. Like, mm. I I hate that, that like, they're, you know, they're, it might be stopped or whatever. Like, mm. gosh, they're absolutely, In- I love watching them too. It's cool. They're gorgeous. <sighs> I don't I know, it makes me feel bad about myself either. I just think, wow, that's how they were born. They were born with these long legs and, you know, a lot of them are very naturally slim. That's just their body type, you know, and yeah. let them enjoy it and let them celebrate it. Yeah, and it's like they're leaning into an industry that works for them that benefits them Mm. so I mean if you were offered one of those contracts because you look the way they did of course you're going to take it it's crazy having said that though I have seen that Victoria Secrets is now working with Candice Huffine one of my absolute favorite plus size models and they launched a campaign this week and she looks killer but it's it's her in lingerie alongside some of the the usual VS angels that we know um and they're just you can just being side by side, you can just appreciate that they're all beautiful. They're different sizes, but they're beautiful, which is so gag worthy and so classic and has been said a million times. But yeah, I just think big can be beautiful, but so can skinny, so can slim. Like, And, and, and it is that thing of, well, why are you the way you are? If it's from a negative place, then maybe that's what needs to be addressed. But if we're mm. just talking in terms of like, your size you can't just bash somebody for being a size six because they might be naturally like that and, and very mm. happy like that same with somebody yeah. under 20 like it's what, what, what motivates that size why are you that size absolutely I love that so just to round things off Molly I can't believe we've been talking for like 45 minutes it doesn't feel like that at all we go on and on and on um what advice would you give to anyone listening that's struggling with their own body image? Like, is there a body image data pack that we all need made by Molly Campsey? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, I, I will, I will end on my like five core beliefs to conclude, I suppose. So I think number one is just unfollowing those people that you're not feeling very good about that don't make you feel good about yourself. So it's that idea of like, this is your platform and you can commission who you like and you can fire who you don't like. And that's really, really important because you really will become what you consume. Um, The second one is like the fact that time is ticking. Are you really going to get everything that you want from life in terms of a career and a relationship and happiness if you are being limited by the way that you look? Like it's not, the clock isn't ticking up, it's kind of ticking down and we I, I, I don't want to be missing any opportunities because of the way I look or my size. Mm. And yeah, we've got one life. We're going around once and we need to be making the most of it. Thirdly, <laughs> you weren't expecting this many points. No, it's amazing. Thirdly, I think it's about having more to offer and it's your body isn't your trump card. You have more than that. And, and I said once in a caption, if you're pretty, 
is the compliment that you're dying to hear, then you are seriously undervaluing yourself. Mm. Um, I think, think about the external factors and how we live in a very commercialized Western world that we are trying to be sold to. Stuff is clickbait. It's all about marketing, advertising, and just try and remain almost a little bit disjointed from the idea of being beautiful because it's just somebody trying to sell you another product to fix the way you feel about yourself um and that it, it just it, that's not the way to happiness um and lastly and um this is probably the most important point i think it's about being grateful for what your body is able to achieve and what it does for you every single day like we've had untold amounts of cancer in our family and i have this 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 real um insight into kind of the fragility of life and the fact that you don't know when your time is up that how could i possibly criticize my body for behaving itself so well throughout my life i've never touched wood been to hospital i my body has really done me such a good job we're we're mid pandemic right now and i'm healthier than I've ever been living my life and how could I not be grateful for that and I think gratitude is the key to happiness whether that's about your body or your relationship or your job or your life in general you have to think about the things that you have and the way things are working for you right now and that will always make you feel better and it's always about yeah thinking about it how it how it could be worse which I think can be a bit negative sometimes but then the other side of the coin is that makes you feel so happy for what you already have that's amazing Molly thank you so much for those points I hope everyone listened hard to that because <laughs> um they're points that we haven't had on here on growing up female yet so oh, I'm glad it's refreshing, refreshing to hear it um so like last but not least Molly and every um, podcast episode, I ask my guest, what piece of advice would she give her younger self? Mm. Such a tricky one, isn't it? I think, and I think, again, this is this is bigger than, than my body. This is about, like, happiness and my life. And it's just, like, work so hard, never give up, be really kind to people, and just, like, don't stop until you get what you want. But I mean that in a positive way, as in like, you know, bang on the doors, follow up people, ask. And, you know, there's that thing about Jim Jim Carrey, like asking the universe. And it's about wanting the most for your life. And don't stop asking and don't stop working and don't stop trying and just try and live the happiest, best life that you possibly can. Because absolutely everything stems from the self which is such a liberating thing to learn because everything can lie within you once you realise that and you can work for it and you can have it and be happy and everything. (laughs) Does that make any sense? And you feel a lot more in control rather than thinking that you're out of control. Yeah, we're we're 100% in control all the time. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Molly. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for having me, Connie, for losing my podcast virginity. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.